We thank God for such a wonderful time. We thank the Father for His love. We thank Jesus for the blood shed on the cross for our lives and totality of humanity. We thank the Holy Spirit for always abiding with us. Today is also another blessed day. And today the message that we want to reason as Christians is entitled The Dark Creeping Things. The Dark Creeping Things in the Body of Christ. The Dark Creeping Things in the Body of Christ. Before that, let us uh, pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you for always giving us the opportunity to share your word. Jesus, we magnify your name. We thank you for the blood of illumination, the blood of understanding. We thank you for dying on the cross for our mistakes. We thank you always for opening our eyes, for cleansing, for always redeeming us from the curses of the law. Spirit of God, I thank you for your word. I pray that as I'm about to share your word, I pray against any spirit of complacency. Hide me behind the cross and let your people see Jesus. I pray that, oh Lord, I am just a vessel. Use me to bless your people. I pray anyone under the sound of my voice, Father, let that person have illumination. Let that person be liberated. Anyone going through a depression, by the, by the, by the mention of your word, Father, I pray that may that person be set free in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone confused, your word say that you are not an altar of confusion. By the end of this message, oh Lord, touch someone uh, and let that person encounter your agape, your, your joy that worketh in the, the spirit of a man. And let there be liberation, let there be happiness also in the soul of your people. Thank you, Father, for what you have done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, as I said earlier, today our message is entitled The Dark Creeping Things in the Body of Christ. The Dark Creeping Things in the Body of Christ. You see, one thing we have to understand that Christianity is a family, a family full of light, whereby darkness cannot have its way in it. Amen. So when we read John chapter 1, verse number 1 to 5, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Bible says, The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that, that was made. And the Bible says, In Him was life. And that life was the light of men. And the Bible continues in verse 5. Say that, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Which means that a place where there is light, there is no way darkness can stand. A place where darkness is, light 
light is not like light cannot appear but immediately when the light appear darkness must move away there is always an upper hand an upper hand of light against darkness darkness can never overcome light so we being christians christianity is a family of light but this is the situation whereby in our 21st century it seems that the light in us is getting dim and dim every day you see when the light we supposed to be brighter and brighter every day keeps on being dim and dim every day it pulls us away from operating as the light of god in such a way that darkness take over and begin to steal and to kill and to destroy you should understand that in light jesus said that the bible said that in him was life and this life is the light of man so when you read john chapter 10 verse number 10 the bible says jesus said i came that you may have life and you may have it abundantly jesus was talking about light in abundance i came that you may have light and this light will keep on being brighter and brighter every day but he said that but this the thief come come not but to steal to kill and destroy this is the invention of darkness the invention of darkness is to steal to kill and to destroy amen so it is quite amazing that there is a dark creeping things in the body of christ god have mercy on us so let's quickly read our main scripture from ezekiel the book of Ezekiel, I believe you have along your book, your pen, uh, and your Bible to write down something. Ezekiel chapter 8, verse number 1. The Bible says that this was the prophet Ezekiel talking. The Bible says, in the city of the captivity of King Joachim, in the sixth month, on the fifth day of the month, I'm reading for the Amplified Version, as I sat in my house, a captive of the Babylonians. Yeah, in in recently, when you talk about the Babylonians, we are talking about the the Iraqs. With the elders of Judah sitting before me, the hand of the Lord fell there upon me. This was Ezekiel, the prophet of God, talking the one whose father was called Buzi, Buzi. Who, who later who was a priest when you read the book of ezekiel ezekiel was a priest but when the the, the lord saw that the the israelites were doing his people were doing things more damage in in his world he he called ezekiel to be a prophet of lamentation and mourning and woes so when you read the book of ezekiel chapter one the bible talks about when god chose ezekiel and he said that i want you to go to these people and speak to them about woes about lamentation and mornings so the bible says that then i beheld and lo a likeness of a man this is ezekiel talking it was a vision that Ezekiel, the prophet of God, saw. Then I beheld and lo, a likeness of a man with the appearance of fire. From his waist downwards, he was like fire. And from his waist upwards, he had an appearance 
appearance of brightness like gloaming bronze. And he put forth the form of a hand and took me by a lock of my head. And the spirit lifted me up between the earth and the heavens. You see, when, when Ezekiel was describing about the likeness of man, which is talking about the appearance of God, the appearance of Jesus that appeared to him. He was talking about fire, a brightness. And he put me forth the form of a hand and took me by the lock of my head. And the spirit lifted me up between the earth and the heavens and brought me in the visions of the Lord to Jerusalem to the entrance of the door of the inner court yeah Jerusalem is the capital city of Judah and and, and whenever you come up or I come across Samaria Samaria is also the capital city of Israel so the Bible said to the entrance of the door of the inner court which faced towards the north where was the seat of the idol image of jealousy which provokes to jealousy so ezekiel the lord was showing him about something that was going on in the midst of the his people things that you see things that the the people of god were doing the the jerusalem which is supposed to be the house of prayer which is the house of god they were doing something to provoke jealousy they were putting idols idols of jealousy which provokes jealousy verse 4 the bible says and behold there was a glory of god of israel who had loved and chosen them like the vision i saw in the plain then he the spirit said to me son of man now lift up your eyes towards the north so i lift up my eyes towards the north and behold on the north of the altar gate was that idol image of jealousy in the entrance you see whenever we think of bringing in dark mentality dark uh, circumstance in our lives as Christians we always provoke God into jealousy so in those times in the time of the vision of Ezekiel the Bible said that this people of God were always using the image of idols which provoke God into jealousy. Why? Because God said we should not make any image as an idol to worship him. As Christians, there is only one God and and nothing else. So when we read further in verses, the Bible says, Furthermore, the Spirit said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing? The great abominations, that is darkness, the great abomination that the house of Israel is committing here to drive me far from my sanctuary. But you shall again see greater abominations. So it means that the people of God were doing some dark creeping things. They were doing some dark secret lifestyle circumstances things they were involved in other bad things other things that that contradict the will of god that contradict the mind of god that contradict the mind of god so when whenever we say the word creep the word creep means to move in a steadily or secret manner so whenever we say that creeping it means something that is full that is that cannot prove 
that cannot produce light and and it moves in a steadily or secret manner to move uh, chalestly chalestly to steal in to insinuate oneself to move or behave with extravagant humility yeah so you see that these people of god physically they were proving a form of extravagant humility but they were full of fouls they were full of fouls to 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 the point that they were doing things that god was not happy with so the god was showing the prophet ezekiel the great abomination which is the the dark the dark things that were moving secretly the dark things that were creeping to as i said the word creeping means to move in a steadily or secret manner it means to steal in to insinuate oneself it means to behave with agri- what ag- aggressive humility or exaggerated humility yeah a form whereby m- many people cannot notice that you are doing this particular thing but publicly you have a reputation but but internally you lose the integrity with god so the bible says that he said he said verse 6 he said a fellow brothers the spirit said unto me son of man do you see what the they are doing the great abominations that the house of israel which means the people of god the place of prayer the place of worship the place of dedication to god they were committing here to drive me far from my sanctuary so it means that they are the the creeping things the dark creeping things in the body of christ always move god we you see in our 21st century one thing I've realized that the, the, the people of God always does things on their own imagination and understanding in such a way that indirectly they always push God away from his own sanctuary. So he said that the committing here to drive me far from my sanctuary, but you shall again see greater abominations. Verse 7. The Bible says, and he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, behold, there was a hole in the wall. Then he said to me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I dug in the wall, behold, there was a door. Verse 9. And he said to me, Go in and see the wicked abominations that they do here so which means that it was a secret it was locked up there was a hole a hole in the door and this hole in the door were always preventing the reality or the the true identical lifestyle of the people of god that the thing that was truly identifying the lifestyle of the people of God. So God told the prophet that he said to me, Son of man, dig now in the well. Dig now in the well. And the Bible said, And when he dug in the wall, behold, there was a door. There was a door. And he said to me, Go in. So which means enter. Enter and see the wicked 
abominations that they do here. Verse 10, the Bible says, So I went in and saw their pictures of every form of creeping things. And what? Loathsome beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel painted around about all the wall. Amen. So it means that the people of God were secretly involved in creeping things, every form of creeping things, which means that there was a secret, steadily manner movement of darkness in their life. They were full of loathsome beasts. They were seven idols. They were they, 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 their mindset and their thoughts were not to hallow the name of God, but rather to involve themselves in things that they think is right and doing things on their own. So when you read this scripture very well, what God was proving the prophet in a vision that he was showing them the secret darkness, the secret dark lifestyle, the dark creeping things that was moving, that was moving steadily, secretly uh, in, in a still form in an insinuated self in the body of Christ. Because that time, the house of God, where the 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 the, 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 the then Christians, the church in the wilderness, the house of Israel, were the people of God. So when you read the scripture very well, you understand that finally God took the prophet into a door. He said that dig that door, dig the, the wall, and inside the wall there is a door, so you should enter. And the Bible says when the prophet went in and saw these pictures, he saw certain pictures of every form of creeping things. And I said the word, when he said the word creep, means to move steadily or secret manner. So in, our, in other words, when we say dark creeping things, we, it means that darkness is moving secretly in the body of Christ. Darkness is moving secretly in the body of Christ. Why is it that the light shined and the darkness we supposed not to comprehend it not is rather moving steadily, slowly into to to encounter and also to to have his way in light why is because is because our lights are going dim our lights are going dim and when you read Matthew chapter 7 verse number Matthew chapter 7 verse number sorry I think it's Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6 rather, verse number 21, the Bible said, For where your treasure is, there will your hearts be also. Verse 22, he said that the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body 
will be full of light. Verse 23. But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the very light in you, your conscience is darkened, how dense is that darkness? So you see, the way darkness is creeping, the way darkness is moving secretly against light, which supposed not to be so, is because that the the, the, the 21st century or the body of Christ are having a conscience that is darkened. When the conscience of Christians is darkened, the Bible says that the light in you is darkened. How dense is that darkness? But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the very light in you, that is your conscience, you see, whenever we talk about light and darkness, we are dealing with the heart. That's what the Bible says. Where, the tre- where your treasure is, there would your heart be also the light is the lamp of the body which means the heart the heart is the 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 total control of your body of the of the total control of a personality of a person and if the heart is sound because the eye is connected to the heart what enters your heart is more like what you see so the eye is what is connected to the heart and the and if the heart is sound your entire body is full of light but if your heart is unsound your whole body will be full of darkness if then the very light in you which is your conscience is darkened how dense is that darkness so the reason why that the, the, there's a dark creeping things always moving and creeping on moving steadily in the body of Christ we supposed to be light is because of that conscience is because of wrong motives is because of the practice of abomination is because of moving contrary to the commandments and the things of God the, the, the will of God many Christians do things on their own they don't involve God in everything that they do. Just as we read the, the main scripture, which is Ezekiel, when God showed the prophet in verse Ezekiel 8, verse 10, the Bible says that so I Ezekiel said, So I went in and I saw these pictures. I saw of every form of creeping things. Every form. So the great abomination that God was showing Ezekiel was to point to him that there is what? A steadily secret manner of darkness, of abomination moving through my people. The loathsome beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel. The, the house of Israel, which supposed to be the house of prayer, the house of the presence of God, were full of idols, were full of uh, dark creeping things. And they painted around about on the wall. And Ezekiel was surprised. Ezekiel was shocked. And this same thing is happening in this 21st century of Christianity. It is very sad that the body of Christ, which is supposed to be full of light, is dealing with secret darkness. 
secret creeping, dark creeping things and acts. Yes, dark creeping things. Dark creeping things. Yes. In such a way that when we move into the war of the church, then he said to me, Son of man, dig now in the war. And when I dug in the war, behold, there was a door. And he said to go and see the wicked abominations that they do here. That the body of Christ, the light that's supposed to shine in darkness, for darkness not to comprehend, is going dimmer. Why? Because we are always practicing wicked abominations secretly. It is it is creeping in a in a form of secret manner. So the Bible said that when Ezekiel went in, he saw the pictures. He saw the pictures. The dark creeping things or the dark pictures that I want us to see, I want us to understand by the influence of the Holy Spirit, which is creeping in the body of Christ is number one blindness to see as God sees yes because as the prophet entered the wall the wall he entered the wall he entered the door the door through which he can encounter the wall into the house of the the, the people of israel the bible said when he when he went and saw their pictures of every form of creeping things, the great wicked abominations, the loathsome beast, and all the idols of the house of Israel, painted run about all the world. So today I want to show you by the influence of the Holy Spirit the dark creeping things that is moving through the walls of the body of Christ in this 21st century. And the first one, as I said, is blindness to see as God sees. Blindness, blindness, blindness to see. So when we read Ezekiel chapter five, Ezekiel chapter eight, verse number five, he said that then he he the spirit said to me, son of man, now lift up your eyes towards the north. So I lifted up my eyes towards the north, and behold, on the north of the altar gate was an idol image of jealousy in the entrance. One thing that is moving. As a, 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 a dark picture, as a dark picture in the body of Christ, is blindness to see as God sees. In such a way that many people, when God said that they should lift up their eyes, they rather pull, uh, pull down their eyes. They, 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 will, they are not able to see. Jesus said that blessed are those who have eyes and they see and who have ears and they hear. That the one of the things that is creeping in the body of Christ, moving in a dark way, in a dark manner, slowly, secretly, is blindness to see as God sees. That's one of the picture. So when we read Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4, the Bible says that. For the God of this world has blinded the unbeliever, unbeliever's mind that they should not descend the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah, who is the image and the likeness of God. Yes, the devil is blinding believers in such a way that we, 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 it is hardly 
for us to see the way as God sees. There's a way God sees and there's a way God thinks. There's a way God do things. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah. He said that my ways are not your ways, neither my thoughts your thoughts. So the Bible said when, when Ezekiel entered into the house of Israel, the Bible said he saw the God said, lift up your eyes. Your, your, our inability to lift up our eyes to see how God sees is because when God speaks, we cannot hear. And why? Because our light, the strength, the, the, the connection, the presence of God in us is always there. It's going weaker. In such a way that Christians don't pray anymore, Christians don't read the Bible anymore, Christians don't desire to hear from God anymore, Christians don't want to abide in the presence of God anymore. So because of that, we are blind to see as God sees. And that is one of the dark picture, one of the dark creeping things in the body of Christ. Amen. The next one is removing God from his rightful place removing god from his rightful place one of the dark pictures the dark things that is creeping in the body of christ is that we want to remove god from his rightful place so when we read ezekiel chapter 8 verse number 6 the bible says that the prophet said god showed the prophet said furthermore the spirit said to me son of man do you see what they are doing the great abominations the dark actions of them that the house of israel which means the people of god is committing here to drive me from my sanctuary but you shall again see greater abominations so one of the dark pictures one of the things that is that is moving in a dark manner in the body of Christ is that we, we, we always remove God from his rightful place. We remove God. And to remove God from his rightful place is for you personally to be out from the presence of God. Yes. So when we read Genesis chapter 3, verse number 8, when Genesis chapter 3, verse number 8. When Adam was moved away from the sanctuary, from the presence of God. And the Bible said that, And I heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hide themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. One thing is that, you see, we cannot push God away. But the problem is we are pushing our, our ourselves from God. So when the Bible says that when God was telling the prophet that they are moving me from my sanctuary, which means that the people themselves are departing from my presence. So moving God from his rightful place, to move God from his rightful place is not to abide, you yourself, not to abide in the presence of God, that to be empty in such a way that when we get closer to you as a Christian, as a believer, there is nothing that that shows or that proves that you walk in the presence. Moses said that if your presence do not go with me, send me not. Nowadays, you will see Christians just making decisions, just 
having some actions, just uh, doing things anyhow without the involvement of God. Yeah, so we have removed God from his rightful place. The rightful place of God in our lives is to seek him first and his, uh, and his kingdom. As Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. This is the situation whereby we are putting other things first. And whenever we put other things first, we put God second. And that is the reason why we have removed God from his rightful place. The rightful place of God is that he's supposed to be the first priority. He's supposed to be the proton. When he say proton, first in all things. He's supposed to be the proton thing in our lives. Before we decide to marry, God should be the proton in our life. Before we decide to go to school, God should be the first thing in our life. Anything that we want to do in this life, when Abraham wanted to do Anything as a Christian or as the first father of the of the of the patriarch, the Bible says that Abraham always involved God in such a way that it was God who sent him out from his family. It was God. He waited for God to speak, Lord rush to catch up with Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abraham waited for the voice of God. In, in, and, and, and the Bible said that when God said when God when God spoke to Abraham, he said that Abraham lift up your eyes. Which means that you see the 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 the, 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 the reason why we cannot see as Christians, we cannot see the, the way God sees is because we cannot hear the voice of God. And whenever we, we, we are we are away from hearing from the voice of God, we 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 always involve ourselves in mistakes whereby we push God away from his rightful place. Yes. The rightful place of God in your life is that He's supposed to be the first thing in your life. God's supposed to be the, the first priority. The, the thing that you need to think of every day as a Christian, you need to consider every day as a Christian, is God in your life. So, removing God from His rightful place in such a way that the church has become a secular institution whereby when you enter even a church uh, service, you see that it is full of routines. Why? Because they have moved God from His rightful place. The next dark picture or the next dark creeping thing in the body of Christ is worshipping of foreign things than God. Yes. Many Christians, many so-called pastors are interested in worshipping foreign things than God. So when we read Ezekiel chapter 8 verse number 7, Ezekiel 8 verse 7, Bible says, And he brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, behold, the door, the, there was a hole in the door. There was a hole in the door, and he said unto me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I dug in the wall, behold, there was a door. You see, he, there was a there was a hole in the door. And when he dig that door, there was also a door that is was in the what the hole. And he said to me, Go in and see the wicked abomination that they do here. Yes, worshiping of foreign things than God. 
many Christians, the body of Christ is interested in power, money than even God. Yes. And the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. And the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. You see, in such a way that when people, when someone even want to obey the call of God upon his life, the motive behind the person obeying the call of God is because of money, is because of power, is because of control that you want to control people into slavery, worshipping of foreign things than God. Worshipping of foreign things than God. So when we read uh, Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 6, verse number 24, the Bible says something here. It said that no one can serve two masters, for neither he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Deceitful riches, money, possessions, whatever is trusted in. Yes, there is deceitful mentality of riches possessions power in the in the body of christ in such a way that sex sex last as have its way in the in the body of christ in such a way that sex has become a normal routine sex that's supposed to be done by couples you see church members you see people who are uh, singing in church who are involved themselves in secret uh, fornication worshipping of foreign things than God no one fear God we are doing things on our own thinking we, we know better than God the dark creeping things the dark creeping things in the body of Christ the next one is delusions and deception delusions and deception yes the next dark picture is delusions and deception. Let's read from the same main scripture, Ezekiel chapter number 8. Ezekiel 8, verse number 11. Delusions and deceptions. Ezekiel chapter 8, verse number 11. And there stood before these pictures, 70 men of the elders of the house of Israel. In the midst of them stood Jazania, the son of Shaphat, the scribe, with every man his Caesar in his hand. And a thick cloud of incense was going up in prayer to this Diagos. Verse 12. Then said he to me, Son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in his secret chamber of idol pictures. For they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Have you seen the, the delusions and the deception that was going in the heart and the mentality of the, the leaders of the house of Israel. They were saying that, they were saying that, as, let me read again, verse, verse 11, Ezekiel 8, verse 11. And there stood before these pictures, the, the dark creeping things that was moving secretly, that was moving in a, in a steadily manner, 
in the house of God. The Bible says, and there stood before these pictures 70, 70 men of the elders, which which will be said the pastors of the house of Israel. And in the midst of them stood Jazinia, the son of Shaphan, the scribe. When you say a scribe, a scribe is a teacher of the word, so a scholar, a Bible scholar, with every man his censer in his hand. They were having a censer. And a thick cloud of incense was going up in prayer in this diagos. So they were praying. And, and I'm not surprised now you hear some pastors involving themselves with witchcraft and occultic uh, atmospheres. And they are using it to do the work of God. And it's very sad. It's a sign that darkness is creeping in the body of Christ. It's a sign. So when we read verse 12, he said that then he said, he to me, son of man. You see, God was showing Ezekiel the prophet the dark creeping things that was moving in the house of Israel. So he said, son of man, have you seen what the elders, the pastors of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in his secret chambers of idol pictures. Hey, they were, they were worshipping other things. They, they were they, they, they were they, they, they were using other form of spirit to do the work of God for they say the Lord does not see us the Lord has forsaken the land delusions and deception delusions and deception when Adam and Eve went and took the the, the, the fruit they were under delusions and deception no one is preaching the original gospel. Jesus said we should go into the world and make them disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No one is doing that. We are deluded just like these people. They were elders of the house of Israel and they were, they were doing things in dark, doing dark. He showed Ezekiel said, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in his secret chamber of idol pictures. For they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Yes. In such a way that now in this 21st century, in, in this country, in, in Ghana, you, you, can easily, you can easily encounter so-called men of God who are fully under delusions and deception, moving with occultic powers in the church thinking they are doing the work of God. They, they, are, they are blind, number one. Number two, they can't see just like God sees. They, they always move God from the, His rightful place. And they are worshipping foreign things. And now they, they are under delusions and deception. Yes, delusions and deception. No one is preaching the original gospel. No one is becoming a missionary. No one is sending pastors to preach. Rather, we are interested in suits, cars. It is sad that you, you will see someone in uh, having a church, a small church, and that person want to buy an expensive car. It's, 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 it's stupidity. Yes, it's, it's madness. It's a sign that the church is full of delusions and deception. Yes, no one is preaching the original gospel. Ask yourself, when Jesus, the one who is the chief of all apostles, the chief of all prophets, the chief of all evangelists, all pastors and teachers, was he doing what you are doing? 
Was he forsaking God? Was he forsaking the will of the Father? Was he serving other foreign uh, idols? Was he involved in, in, in darkness, in dark acts? The Bible says that Jesus said that the, the, the prince of this world cometh, but he had nothing in me. Yes, the dark creeping things. The dark creeping things in the body of Christ in this, in this 21st century. Blindness to see as God sees. Rem removing God from his rightful place. Worshipping of foreign things than God. And finally, delusions and deceptions. Thinking, killing people for rituals. And, and receiving power is a sign that you are doing the work of God. It, it, it is very sad. It is very sad. When you check the scripture, Ezekiel 8.12, you understand that as the elders of the house of Israel were, were involved in dark secret acts and worshipping of idols, I'm not surprised this exact thing you see let me tell you something the bible does not lie and the bible says that there is no return of the sun as solomon said which means that the things that have been the same will be but one thing is that throughout the bible when you check the bible well you understand that there were lessons of good things and there were lessons of bad things so if you are a christian that is the reason why you ha we, we have to be addicted to the bible when god said to uh, joshua he said let this book of the law this book of the law should not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in day and night that it will make your way prosperous and have good success what god was telling joshua was that joshua should Follow the instructions. You should follow the right path so that you will not miss it. So that you will not involve himself in all these things. In, in doing bad things. Wicked things. Abomination. Doing things contra, going contradictedly to, to the word of God. Yeah, contradictedly. So the Bible said, he said to me, son of man. Have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in his secret chamber of idol pictures. For they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. It's a sign of delusions. It's a sign of corrupt mentality. It's a sign that the, 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 the heart of the, 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 the leaders, the elders, the pastors, the heads of the house of Israel, which means the house of prayer, the, the house where the presence of God is supposed to stay, were full of delusions and deception. Amen. I pray for you as you are listening to me. And I believe that by this word, your eye of understanding has been enlightened. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that anything that makes you blind to see as God sees from today, you are delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I pray for you that anything that makes you remove God from his rightful place from today, you are freed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Any foreign thing that has been addicted that you thought is good for you to worship from today you are being delivered in the name of jesus 
And I pray for you, any spirit of delusion and deception moving through your heart and mind, confusing you and doing things and thinking that the Lord has not seen you. I pray for you that from today you are liberated in the name of Jesus. God has not forsaken the land. If God has forsaken the land, he will not send his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. God has not forsaken the world. That's why he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross. As you are also listening to me, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. I came to tell you that the Lord has not forsaken the land. As the devil is deceiving and deluding many people in this world. He sent his son. Jesus loves you. So as you are listening to me, you are not born again. I want you to, 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 to pray with me with faith to Jesus. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for opening my eyes. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. From today, I take you as my personal Lord and Savior. Have mercy on me. I soak myself, I wash myself in the body of Christ, in your, in, in your blood. I wash myself in your blood. I wash my body, my soul, and spirit in your blood. Cleanse me, wash me, set me free, O Lord. Your word said that where you are, there's liberty. I pray that Jesus have me liberated and write my name in the book of life so that when you come, I will not be a perish soul. Help me, Jesus. Strengthen me to be a good Christian. Help me. Deliver me from all these dark things that creeps from the body of Christ, that creeps in the body of Christ, so that I will not be part of those who miss heaven. Help me to always be connected to the day of your second coming. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for your liberation. Thank you for accepting me as part of the children of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.